Hi everyone, we're Gabby, Karim, and Jules, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. Last season, we took you behind the scenes of some of our mock MMI stations. So we've talked about the GAMSA and we've talked about the interview. So now on to the next step. This season, we're talking all things getting ready for med school. We will be running you through what a day in the life of a medical student looks like, what study techniques to know about, what your career is going to look like, and much more. So So stay stay tuned and and get get ready to get get med ready. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode three of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about living arrangements and med school. There's lots of information out there around it, um, but today, hopefully, we're going to give you some really relevant info and bust some misconceptions. Um, So, Jules, did you want to start us off with some big misconceptions that you heard before moving out? Um, I guess the main one that I would probably say that applies to me is that I heard from a lot of people, you know, that it's better if you are studying med not to move out with other med students, just because a lot of people say that it's good to have um, a bit of space and uh, meet people outside of uni, which definitely can be true. But um, as I'll talk about in a few minutes, I actually lived with other med students and had an awesome experience. So if that's sort of like the main option that's available to you this year, I definitely wouldn't shy away from it because I think you'll still have a great time. Yeah, mm, yeah, sure. And I think another misconception that always gets thrown around as well is that it's too expensive or it's too hard to move out of home and that you're better off, um, you know, living with your with your parents or whatever it might be. Um, you know, consider it as an option, do what's best for you, obviously, but what we've personally found this year, um, and we'll talk about it in a second, but we found it wasn't too difficult, I think. Uh, we've got, you know, experience from other people as well that are also in this podcast that we'll get to in a second. Uh, but it's not, it's, don't be afraid of moving out, I think. Um, you know, just look into what options are available for you, figure out what's best for your situation, I think. Yeah, so we're lucky enough today to have three different guests on our podcasts um, who have told us a little bit about their story moving out, who all have very different experiences. But before we get to them, we're going to hear from Jules and Karim about their experience and they're going to share some tips and tricks um, that they found along the way. So do you guys want to go ahead? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, So funnily enough, Jules and I actually moved out together, so... What ended up happening was um, once we all got our offers, there was a Facebook page that was created and I think Jules made a post on there and, you know, she was looking for some housemates to move out with and um, I was really hesitant to reach out actually. I was a bit worried. I was like, oh, I've, <laughs> I've never met this person before in my life. I don't know if we're going to get along. Um, but yeah, I just reached out and I messaged Jules and I said, hey, you know, would you would be looking for someone to move out with, um, you know, to, should we try and find some other people to move out with as well? And so we ended up forming this small group of four people. Um, so we ended up finding a place that we all moved out into. And yeah, we had an absolutely incredible experience this year. Um, wouldn't change anything about it. It was so much fun and it was really, really, you know, enjoyable to move out with other people, get to know these other amazing med students as well um but yeah Jules how did you find it yeah I mean I've also had a really great year um and I think as Corinne said I posted um I posted on the uh, page for our year level for uh, Melbourne Uni and I was quite nervous to make the post because I thought you know maybe it would look really weird I didn't know if anybody would message me and I ended up getting 
quite a lot of messages. Um, so, you know, Karim and two other people were the first people that messaged me. So we all moved out together, but a lot of other people messaged me after that. And so I think it really showed me that like a lot of people were in the same boat. A lot of people were keen to move out with other people, but were just maybe a little bit too nervous to kind of reach out so publicly. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think definitely one thing to keep in mind is like lots of people are looking for accommodation. Um, and yeah, we ended up having a really awesome time. Um, the good thing about living with other like med students was that it was really great because we were all looking in similar locations. Like we all wanted to be close to uni. We all had pretty similar budgets because we obviously are all students more or less on Centrelink. And then we also just had similar schedules. So it was pretty easy to sort of like get along in the house and to just sort of like respect one another's, um, you know, like when we wanted to go to sleep and stuff because we were all on a pretty similar schedule with similar priorities and stuff. Yeah, I think one thing to mention there as well, if you're not aware of Centrelink, something to really look for if you're an Australian student about to start medicine. Um, youth allowance is available for people over the age of 22. Uh, definitely something to look into in your own time, I think. But it was something that I wasn't aware of until this year um, after being told by some older students and with some of my friends also told me. Uh, mm. But yeah, something to definitely investigate as well because it will help with cost of living. Obviously, as a med student, you don't have a lot of time to work. Um, but yeah, I think we had an amazing experience this year and it was mm. really, really great to, to move out with some, with some med students. Mm. And with that as well, um, if you are eligible for a healthcare card, you can also get some discounts with certain utility mm -hmm. bills, um, which uh, we only just found out yeah. this year. <laughs> but um, definitely something to look yeah. into um, if you are eligible for that. And also it, with a healthcare card, or it depends on other, other things that you might look into, but a healthcare card is for people who um, are not earning above a certain income. Uh, and... If you use that, you can also get discounts on public transport, which was incredibly helpful at the start of the year because that was our main mode of um, getting to and from uni. Mm. And because you're traveling every day, the cost can add up quite a bit. So it's mm. something to definitely investigate. And it matters quite a bit, actually, because when you do a postgrad course, you're not technically entitled to concession on public mm. transport. So if mm. you don't have a healthcare card, you will pay full price, which is about $10 a day, which is quite expensive. And if you do have a concession card, uh, healthcare card, you get the concession rate, which is, I think, about half of that. It's about half the price, yeah. Mm. It's mm. definitely worth looking into. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. These are some really good practical tips, um, but do you guys have any other sort of go-to resources or practical tips you'd like to share? Um, I think one of our guests will also mention this, but the main way that we looked for houses, we used realestate.com.au. Um, which is a really excellent website to look for rent. You can find stuff nearby. Um, and yeah, aside from that, just be open to, you know, other people reaching out and stuff. You, you'll have a pretty cool experience, I think, if you move out with other med students. Um, but yeah. Well, also, if you're, you know, reluctant to move out with other med students or you just don't find anyone in through the uh, Facebook page or anything like that, there's also a really big Facebook group called Fairy Floss that does all um, sort of rental share houses in Melbourne. Um, and people are literally constantly posting like rooms they've got available um, or you can also post on there looking for other housemates. So that's definitely quite a good option. And then there's also like a few websites like flatmates.com um, where you can find other people to live with as well because I think it can be really overwhelming at the beginning when you don't feel like you know anybody that you can move out with. Um, and yeah, regardless, I think living with other people, like you'll end up forming lifelong friends and it's just such a fun experience. Like 
it's nerve-wracking, but it'll end up being really, really awesome, at least in our experience. Yeah, mm. for sure. And I think just as a final tip as well, if you can try and consult with older uni students in your specific university, they'll have heaps of advice to give in terms of where to get housing, um, who to look for, or sort of where to look rather. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid to reach out to older students. They're always super helpful. They are always nice and they seem to always have the right answer. Mm. Yeah, and feel free to contact Hallad to Health as well and we can get you in contact with Criminal Jewels if you have any further questions. But we might jump into our first guest speaker now. So first up, we have Amber, who's our friend who made the move from Sydney to Melbourne this year for med. In terms of practical tips in terms of moving state for med, um, I guess the biggest mistake I made when I moved down to Victoria was just not giving myself enough time. I really wanted to stay in New South Wales for as long as possible to, you know, say goodbye to everybody and see all my family before I left. And given the year we had, I'm glad I did, but it was really stressful. And looking for a house in Melbourne in January is really hard. We went to a lot of inspections and we just couldn't get anywhere. And, you know, my partner, he's got a full-time job. So we looked really good on paper, but I was um, in my fifth week of uni before we actually got an offer on an apartment. So that was partway through February and that was really, really stressful. So yeah, I uh, highly recommend getting to your destination either in December or really early January, just to give yourself enough time to actually find a place. And I guess the upside this year with everything that's gone on is that the rental market in Melbourne at the moment is really like a renter's market. So finding a place in December for a January or February move in is actually a lot easier than it would have been in 2019, which is when we were kind of looking. So in terms of actually moving, we stayed with a friend of mine in Melbourne in an area called Coburg, which is a bit far away from the city, but it's really, really nice when we first moved. And uh, that was really good because we didn't really know Melbourne at all. I had visited twice and I think my partner had been once. So it, uh, it was pretty foreign to us when we first got there. Um, so we really just stuck to suburbs that friends of ours had recommended and we used this year, the first year of medicine, to get to know other places. So, I mean, it really depends um, where you're going and who you're moving with. But I think one of the most important things for us was being close to public transport and looking at the journey times into uni. Because if you're going to move and you're going to pay rent, it may as well be close to where you're going to be studying. Um, and... I think a half hour commute is what I ended up having for the first part of the year. And that was really good. I don't think I would have wanted to do much longer than that. Um, given, you know, the really long days that you have and the fact that you're at uni Monday through Friday, it's, it's a big change and it's really good to be nice and close if you can be. I guess in terms of like quality of life and everything moving forward, being interstate, like obviously our families were kind of, not upset, but like sad to see us go because they are all in New South Wales and we didn't know anybody really. We knew one person in Melbourne before we moved. So yeah, moving away from our families was really hard. And I guess this year was actually a bit easier because 
everybody got used to Zoom and nobody could go home. And so that distance didn't feel as far. But for the first few months when we really were separate from our families and we'd made this choice to move, it was quite difficult because, yeah, we um, we couldn't really get back as often as we thought we would be able to. Uh, even before all of the lockdowns with COVID happened. So I guess that's something to kind of consider. Um, And I think that this year has been really good for opening up ways to communicate with your families and everybody's gotten used to using Zoom. So it'll be a lot easier, I hope, for a lot of people to move interstate and their families will be a bit more understanding of technology and how they can actually see their kids without physically being with them so hopefully that's like a happy thing that's come out of this year but yeah it's something something to consider that you may not actually be able to go home as much as you think you will um, because it is really really busy especially when you move and the other thing about that too is that uh, we spent all of our weekends you know for the first six weeks that we were in our new house kind of figuring out where everything was and moving in and and it really takes quite a lot of time so yeah it's a it's a big big change so something to consider give yourself a lot of time (laughs) I was quite nervous to move interstate I guess from a social aspect because I didn't really know anybody and the only person I knew is a professional musician so she doesn't actually live in Melbourne a lot of the time and I was quite nervous about making friends. Um, I think I've been really lucky because I've got a really beautiful group of friends, but one of the major differences between medicine and undergrad for me is that medicine is so much more hands-on and you get to know people so fast and they become your little family because you're seeing them all day, every day. And everyone's studying the same things and everybody's going through the same stress. And the only real way to get through medicine is to work together. It's a team game. It's not a competition anymore. So it's really, really good for meeting people. So just enjoy those first few weeks. Don't get too nervous about meeting people because in medicine, you really will. And if you're moving with a partner, particularly, I know that can be really nerve wracking if you feel like you've got to introduce them to new people. Don't even worry. People in medicine are just so welcoming and so lovely. And I hope that people have had a similar experience to me because it's just been so special this year. It's been so good. Okay. And next up we have um, our friend Beck, who's uh, used to live in Melbourne City and she had to move out to rural Victoria this year to study medicine at Monash. Hi, my name is Beck Martin. I did biomed at Monash graduating in 2019 and I completed year A, which is the first year of graduate medicine at Monash this year in 2020. So year A is based in Churchill. It's a small town in Gippsland. I live in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne and the drive to Churchill from my family home is just under two hours. So it was pretty much necessary to move out. Um, There are two main options for accommodation in Churchill, either on campus through Federation Uni or off campus in a rental house organised independently. There are pros and cons to both of these accommodations. So living on campus, you do that through Fed Living, which is a part of Federation University, and there's lots of different options. So there's halls, A and B, and some of them have en-suites to the rooms. They're a little bit newer, a little bit more expensive. There are also west and north houses and these can have between six and ten people 
They're a little bit older, but a little bit more cheaper. Uh, so not only do you live with med students from Monash, but you also live with other students from various courses at Fed Uni. You also get access to a free gym membership and some shared facilities like tennis courts. There's also a bit less cleaning and maintenance in the common areas. Um, for example, the kitchens are cleaned by cleaners. Uh, the bills are all included in the rent um, and you don't have to pay for a full year contract. You only pay for the duration of the uni year. Uh, in terms of living off campus, you can obviously live with whoever you want. There can be more startup costs for things like furniture or appliances and some more ongoing maintenance things to do, such as lawn mowing. However, overall, it still uh, can be a slightly cheap option in most cases. You still have access to a gym membership. It costs approximately $8 a week. However, you do need to keep in mind that most rent contracts last about 12 months um, and you only have about 10 months of the uni year. So you might end up paying some dead rent. However, there are some situations where you can negotiate your contract to finish early so you don't have to pay the full 12 months. Personally, um, I chose to live off campus and I loved it. I found a relatively modern and nice house and it was very affordable rent-wise. I lived with three other med students and we all became very close. Um, it was very close to the uni as well. It was like a 10-minute walk or a one-minute drive. Um, in terms of any tips to find people to move out with, once offers come out, a Facebook page is created for eight students to join and you can post on this page or private message people in the page about accommodation options and find roommates that way. Uh, feel free to contact me if you have any questions. Cool, and now we'll be hearing from our friend Josh, who's an international student who moved to Melbourne from Canada to study med. So he'll talk a little bit about the, you know, moving internationally and what that's been like for him. Similar to all of you, I eventually came to the conclusion that I was going to move to Melbourne to study to become a doctor and possibly eventually practice one day. Definitely a worthwhile experience, but it obviously comes with its challenges. You leave behind your family and lifelong friends who make up the bulk of your social support, and you don't know the area, so you've no clue where to live. You don't even know anyone, so you don't know who you're even going to live with. And you have no idea who's going to make up your social, academic, and emotional supports. That being said, as a Canadian international, I had the privilege of applying through Oztrek, who helped me deal with a variety of these barriers. I met my roommate, who's become one of my closest friends at one of their meet and greets, and they gave us an option and location on where to live. There's really two options for you international students. You can go through the student accommodations, and that really simplifies everything. You don't have to worry about getting your furniture, and you don't have to really worry about meeting people because you're going to be in a communal place with a bunch of other students where there's going to be a lot of common rooms, movie theaters, ping pong tables, you name it, they, they tend to have it. Or you can do the second option, which is going through the private market. And that's what I did because it was a little bit more financially friendly. And what my roommate and I decided to do is go on realestate.com.au and you just create an account and upload all the documents and follow the steps. And it's a lot quicker to find a place than you think. What I found pretty helpful was getting a signed letter of um, payment, kind of like a guarantee for the landlords. And it makes them a lot more comfortable to bring in international students and we found our place within a week of looking. So it's not as challenging as you guys think and daunting. There's a couple practical tips I want to leave you with, but it all really comes down to one thing. Please don't stress. 
And this is really on two fronts. And I know it's a lot easier said than done. But don't stress about meeting people. Through the medical school, all of your labs, case-based learning sessions, and principles of clinical practice is all done in really small groups. I met most of my closest friends through those classes and through those groups. And on top of that, there are a fortune of different clubs and organizations that you can get involved in that you can meet people with similar interests. And it's a really easy way to break down you know, that barrier. On top of that, you know, you really just need to join the uh, class page. So we're in the class of 2022. And every single school event and party through UMS, which is our medical school society, um, you know, you get to meet everyone from all your levels and your year level, and you will meet people. So I really wouldn't stress about that as an international. And you're always going to have people um, with similar situations as you. Like I became very close friends with a lot of the other Canadian students when we first moved. And we, you know, organized some lunches and some dinners so we can get to know each other. And they're my closest friends to date. The second point that I really don't want you to stress on is from an academic standpoint. And I know med students, type A personalities, um, but you've got to where you are for a reason. Obviously, try and stay on top of things, um, but I would really stay clear of overworking yourself and burning out. It's quite daunting moving from, you know, all the way across the world and going to a very competitive program where everyone's exceptionally smart. Um, But I promise you'll be fine. There's a fortune of peer resources, tutor resources um, that are going to help you and you're going to succeed. So really, I just say enjoy the time that you're studying abroad and travel it's kind of lucky that you guys are coming to Australia to, stu- uh, to study because you will have the privilege to travel interstate and see the world. And it's one of the most beautiful countries and there's so much to do for anyone with any interests. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We are very grateful to all of our guest speakers today who were so open um, and helpful with the information that they shared. And thanks to Karim and Jules as well for sharing their personal story. Um, If you have any questions, again, as always, feel free to contact Talad Health. All of our info is in the show notes. But stay tuned for the next episode, um, which is a three-episode series all about how to study in med school. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.